It's the calm before the storm right here. But we better give Obama props, cause what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around till the bombing stops. This is for Colin, ball up a fist. And keep that shit ball like Donald the bitch. He's gonna get rid of all immigrants. He's gonna build that thing up taller than this. Well, if he does build it, I hope it's rock solid with bricks. Cause like him in politics, I'm using all of his tricks. Cause I'm throwing that piece of shit against the wall till it sticks. And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line you're either for or against. And if you can't decide who you like more in your split on who you should stand beside, I'll do it for you with this. You. The rest of America, stand up. We love our military and we love our country. But we hate Trump! Whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast, Aldo Nice here. It's your man, Aldo Nice. Oh, you got two introductions in on What there, should huh? I, I mean, like, Aldo Nice and his Rons, Best Friend hey. Weekend. Rod Smooth, I am, Rod Smooth. <laughs> not to be confused. It's like not to be confused with the shoes, because I blues. You, it's that, been like twos, maybe a few weeks that I... <laughs> Ain't been here to do's, you know. Anyway, that boy didn't hit the snooze. I mean, it's it's got that the way you was flowing was kind of like Eminem with like the, the the four bars at a time. And Donald, I mean, definitely we're gonna give back to Eminem. You talking about the one that just played? Yes, that one. That oh, that okay. that little fragmented flow. I, like that. I mean, we like Eminem. It's you know. I think the I think the best the best reach out that we got this week was. Uh, in our DMs, someone hit us up and said, so should I just go ahead and dye my hair blonde now or what? <laughs> did you see that? No, did I did not. Did you monitor the DMs? I did not monitor the DMs. You must have saw that. <laughs> I, I, did. I did. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to have to go check I that. Him, I gave him the emoji, like the Black Power emoji. This podcast is brought to you by our first male DMer. Um, like, that. That that's a thing. <laughs> Unless you count sweets. Sweets. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, man, we're going to talk about, like, this week, honestly, this week has been crazy. Like, I was I was making a conf- um, the, the, the com- making conversation recently, and someone said, man, this week, y'all got a lot to talk about. I was like, we almost have too much to talk about. It's too many things that they went down since the last time uh, the pod aired, man. Um, so, we'll, we'll try to run down as much stuff as we can. We definitely going to get to these uh, BET Awards, or at least our rendition of them. Um, but... I want to start in Hollywood, man. Just a little bit, on, just a little bit on Harvey Weinstein. I mean, I know it's not the biggest. I mean, it's the seems to be the biggest story on Yahoo because every day somebody's coming out with something different thing. And I mean, in case you people aren't um, familiar with the story, very powerful Hollywood big wig out there, you know, sexually harassing people, inappropriately doing whatever, whatever. But um, they, they his publicist came out and said, look, 
there has never been any kind of even accusation of rape or any kind of unconsensual sex. So that's not what's taking place. So in essence, what's taking place is he's out there just using his power to get some ass. Um, Raj, if you had power. <laughs> would I use it to my advantage? I don't think I would. I think there's a difference between using and abusing. Um, <laughs> I, I read, uh, you know, the two stories that I heard. I should I, I should know way more. But the two stories, I think two is enough. Uh, that I know it gets uh, it gets tiring one, after hearing a whole bunch of stories. Right? Yeah, yeah, you hear too many times, and you know his like I know his routine. You know, uh, <laughs> his he's not, he not, you know he's not gonna slap him around and bend him over. Like, it seemed like he just kind of sneak his way in. Yeah, and he brought you know he had a great conversation with this chick, and you know brought her to the crib and thought this you know I guess she thought she was going to have some more great conversation, and that man just beat that meat in front of her. On a and, didn't he didn't he bust on a ficus like on a little tree? That's the story. The same story you're talking about. I don't think that that's the same thing. They said he pulled out that meat and like bust on the tree. Shout out to R D K. R D K. Gliffy. So uh, yeah, and the man beat that meat and and he finished and she sat there and watched him and I don't think she wanted to be there, but mm-hmm. she didn't go anywhere. Uh, and then the second one I heard is um, he was gonna get a massage, and the chick was you know beginning to give him a massage and he just opened up her legs and began to perform oral sex on her. And she asked him to stop, and I, I, I didn't know you. Like, I guess that man, I don't know. I don't know if she could pull away or anything like that. Cutting, that happened, like, literally, oh, like, two weeks ago, there was a story, I think it was in D.C., this guy at Massage Envy was doing that. Like, he was a convicted sex offender, and they allowed him to work at Massage Envy, and, like, mm-hmm. he was giving a massage and pulled back that um that towel at the end and just start, uh, start eating, start, start bowling. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that thing turned around and was like, oh no! And then he was like, he dropped to his knees and started crying. It was like, please don't tell, please don't tell. And wouldn't let her out of the room until she said she wouldn't tell. And then you know she went tell. But um, so I guess that is a thing. I guess people just like, hey, if I start um eating it, she'll say yes. That's what Harvey was on. I didn't even know Harvey rolled like that, man. I didn't know he used that trick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he obviously abuses has abused his power. I think it's uh, I think a little bit of it is just shooting his stick. <laughs> but um, but you know, I I I'd, I'd hate to say that and know more. You know what I mean? It like, it, I bec- he- it becomes an interesting um story in that regard. If if he really isn't a, like a like I mean he uses his power right. It's kind of it's it's wrong to use your power in that way. You know, for the for the fourth for the fourth time, maybe fifth time today. Like, I didn't do it four times today, obviously, but today was the fifth time, possibly, I think, that I watched Gerard Carmichael 8. <laughs> I watched okay. it today. I just just finished watching it. And he said something like, you know, sex can get a little rapey at times. <laughs> um, and you, no one ever says, yeah, let's have sex. Like, it's never just like an agreement. You don't shake hands and then begin to have sex. I think, I think I'm going to go with if there's a if there's a a plethora of people like there were you know a, a a lot of a lot of women that came out and said hey this man abused us then I I I guess I would tend to lean towards them but I would like to think that that man is very bold and and I have to you know give me give me one percent I appreciate that man's boldness like that man go you know that man is some you need that man in your squad like everybody and everybody okay. need that man in okay. your squad. So, yes, it's way more than just a few stories. So, everybody's coming out and saying no, that that's how that man wow. So, that it's man probably wow. 
a lot of it was like, and I mean, some of it I'm really not that that sympathetic towards. You know, it's a lot of those stories. It's like those Cosby-esque stories, except for the fact that they're not ended up peeled and drugged up. Like, like stories of I'm 22 years old and I'm in the industry and I know that he's a big wig. So when he invites me over, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, he can help my career. And then when we go back to the room, he's in a robe and he's got the, the music real low and he's asking me, do I want to drink? And he's trying to make me touch his dick. Like, like... I mean, that man literally, he is shooting his shot, though. I mean, he's trying to see if they go, like, are you yeah, going to bite? Yeah, strange for that change. Like, I mean, because for every story that's coming out for people talking about they they was, you know, whatever, I'm sure there's at least three stories of people like, for sure. All right. And then they just get down. You know, I just read one of the names on the list was Angelina Jolie. And I mm. can't say that if Angelina Jolie somehow ended up back in my apartment that I wouldn't try to smash like I'm talking, I'm going all on, pulling that meat up. So that man not supposed to try to smash because he's a rich and powerful person. I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. I mean, but it's kind. It's Hollywood, right? They either gonna do it or they're not gonna do it. What's funny is the men coming out like Dawson, old Dawson's Creek, and um, and old Terry Crews and Cheeseburger Eddie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> they was out there. It ain't easy being cheesy, man. They was out there grabbing them boys' ass and grabbing they and grabbing them boys' cocks, man. Um, and they decided to keep it quiet, right? I mean, I mean, I mean, both them boys been in prominent movies, man. So you know, I'ma just put it to you like this: if all I, if I could be in a blockbuster movie, the 2018 Hold up, blockbuster movie, like like at Blockbuster. No, okay. So the word blockbuster is not just a, a brand. It, you know what I mean. Blockbuster is something that it, it, oh, it's gonna block, I thought you, meant, I thought you meant you wanted to be in a movie that was at blockbuster. No, okay. So if Go I'm ahead. gonna be in a 2018 summer blockbuster movie, summer hit, Iron Man, and all I gotta do is have that meat grab. <laughs> just let one of the producers grab my meat. With my pants on, I might, I might take that. Man, look, me and you are if the I king of the. I think me and you are the king of the hypothetical conversations where you are like, would you do this for, like, because we don't even say a million dollars no more. That's why. That's that's how much we are on this game. Yeah, the hundred like, thousands would work for most situations. Yeah, hundred thousands is pretty much gonna get it done for a lot of situations. So, if you're saying, would you let a Hollywood producer grope you as a man, like grab that wood over your pants? And I mean, I, like you said, you're gonna be in the hottest summer blockbuster. That just that just equals money and fame and everything else that comes along with it. Yeah, he could grab my wood over my um sweatpants. I, I will, I'm 100% take that. Like, and I, I I'm not I'm not even quantifying no money on it. I mean, I might I might even, and this is probably the gayest thing I ever say. But if I'm if I could be like the new black James Bond, like if, oh hey look we want to take James Bond in the new and we want you to play five movies, I might you gonna let that man smash to, you? I might have to let him smash me, cuz. <laughs> To be the new James Bond? <laughs> Damn. Maybe so. I would think about it. Damn. I don't think I want to let him smash me to be the new James Bond, but damn, that's a hell but of a... But you're going to be in five movies? Like, it's just sick if you could be... Yeah, 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 if, yeah. Oh, hey, we if we start we doing wanna... the residuals on money and fame and, 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 and influence you would have after being a black James Bond for five movies... Right. I don't, want that man, I don't want that man to smash me. We're doing a reboot of the Fast and the Furious series. You're starting at number one. And you get to be Paul Walker. And you get to be right. You get to be Paul Walker. I might have to. I might have hey, to take that. I'm definitely I mean, gonna talk to my to my my uh, my. What my, my, my rationale I always tell people is this: some people go to jail and get smashed for free. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. 
<laughs> so it's something you might have to consider. Now, now, now we go. Now, now, okay. Now it's the prison yard um, podcast again. Where sweets at? <laughs> <laughs> sweets uh, actually enjoys it, though. I believe. I think sweets would. Man, come on. Okay, so enough about Harvey Weinstein and his philandering. Even though we're gonna talk a little, a lot more about that type of activity, let's get to our black person of the week. And our black person of the week. Hit the black person of the week music. <laughs> We don't, have black people. we don't we don't have we don't have black people in the week music. I was about to say I know I know you're not playing that Uncle Luke. <laughs> What's that number one button? No, we're we're not. Okay. Um black but our black <laughs> our black person of the week is Kawana Um Niger Sherrod. Um or also known as Star Star Sherrod. That's what that's another name she goes by. Um and she is a thirty three year old from Nevada. Who describes herself as a self-employed professional tease with the little lips after it? Um, you know, my you might know Miss um, Sherrod from famous hits as um, well. You might not know her from anything, but smashing <laughs> the Dolphins' offensive line coach and then putting that boy on blast. Dolphins' offensive line coach Christopher Forrester making three mil a year. He went skiing before practice. Snorting that coke up, and what he told her, I wish I was licking this coke off your pussy. Ooh, that boy's nasty. Yeah, he was her, she was his cocaine platter. <laughs> oh my god. So she's our black person of the other week because, um, I mean, obviously, her goal. I don't know, Roger. I want you to discuss her motives after I tell you what like, she said. Like, is she the black person of the week because you like her, or is she the donkey of the day? Or the donkey of the week? I mean, look, she's the black person of the week, man. I'm not quantifying and breaking down black people into little groups. She's the black person of the week. Like, okay? She said, after she posted the video of your boy snorting the coke and he got fired... The white people bad at me like I force blow down this man's nose and like I recorded it on the low. No, those are his habits. And he recorded himself and sent it to me professing his love, which is fucked up that she like he professed his love. And then she went out at him like that. Like, fuck him. Fuck her. Um, So quick to make excuses for him, but will roast the minority player over the anthem, dogfights, weed, domestic issues, etc. But y'all keep saying all lives matter. Shut the fuck up. If his ass was black. They would be dragging him through the mud face first. So she is the black um Panther um black leader right now. What's going on? What do you think about her? Um her Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say because you know I've actually read a few things from her too. I have this. I have plenty of white friends, as she says. So I'm not making this a race issue. People are missing my point. My point is everyone has to be held accountable for their decisions. They roast players over anthems while coaches be high as shit. And probably can't sing along. So <clears throat> what I don't understand, you know, it's like it's like a white person. I know I know you've had this said to you before. White person says something super racist or borderline racist or whatever, and then they say, Oh no, I got a lot of black friends. Or my best friend is black. <laughs> so or she's, something like that. She's giving you the reverse. I I fuck with white people though. I'm gonna Obviously say she's yes. smashing this old white man. Well she was. His great pubes. Like anymore. I think he might still smash it. He's a cokehead dude who like be like I'm yeah cutting. He'll get he'll get like he wanted to snort that coke off a pussy cutting. So I'm gonna tell you this. This is how I feel about it. I hope one day I get to expose a white person for ninety nine percent personal gain and one percent what I think is sticking it to the man. 
No, no, no. And I say that, I say that, and I don't really mean that. Hold but what I'm so saying, so you think it's ninety nine percent personal game? One ninety nine percent. Not she don't even know why she did it. Because at first it was like, oh, I did it like this. And then it's like, oh, I got a lot of white friends. I just did it because she needs to be held accountable for his actions. So you a snitch? Is that what you're saying? Like snitches gets like, what are you what are you saying? Why did you do it? You only I, did that to make news. To make I completely the news. agree. It's you know what I equated with on like kind of some different shit. Odell Beckham a couple of weeks ago when he was barking, like when he was um, crawling like a dog and then picked up his leg to piss. And then, like, later on that day, somebody was like, oh, that's because Donald Trump said that they're son of a bitches. So he's acting like a, 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 a bitch is a, a son of a, a dog. So that's why he picked up his leg. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's why I did it. No, you didn't do it. For, you just did it because you just that's what you wanted to do at that moment. And then afterwards, you're going to retroactively come up with a reason. I feel the same way kind of about her. That she did it because she wanted to be famous. Like, she wanted a pop. She wanted them... She wanted to be on Heavy.com with five fast facts about Kiwana Nijay or Niggy. I don't know what <laughs> Niggy. I bet white folks calling her Kiwana Niggy. Niggy. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, Niggy. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, you know, you know, I just. I, uh, I, I guess I guess all I can say, you know how I am on most situations. I pray for, you know, I I, I hope that she does, she gets no no personal gain from this. I just don't understand why me, you know, you and me, and I feel like every individual person that we would talk to would think the same exact way, but yet her Instagram followers are gonna probably quintuple. Yeah, um, but it, yeah, that's like, the play though. That's the play. It is. She was, she, like, I, I don't necessarily, like, kind of, we, 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 we walk a fine line between saying, like, some old, some old loud mouth shock jock shit every now and again that people might look at and say, them boys just saying that to, to, now we usually say what we really feel about stuff, but I would like to think that I would stop short of talking, of, like, outing somebody, snitching on somebody, like, coming, like, really saying some stuff that I don't really feel is like the right thing to do just for likes, just for followers, just for that kind of thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't it's think I'm with game. the shits. Yeah, I, I don't no, think no, I'm no. with the shits. I would never, I would never do that either. I would always use my, I would, I think I would take the opportunity, especially now having a podcast to voice my opinion. And if my opinion is not popular, so be it. You know what I mean? I actually was listening to uh, a guy. I mean, I, I, you know what? Somebody would listen to this podcast and say, you know, you really ride him. But, I was listening to Gerard Carmichael. You do probably the, you. Uh, this podcast is, is brought idiots. to you by Rogers' undying love for Gerard Carmichael. Continue. You know what? One day, I'll, one day I'll get to meet him, and, and he'll, maybe he'll listen to the podcast. I don't care. <laughs> I care. So anyway, and he um, shit. You took my you took my my thoughts. You didn't have a really like, good thought, dog. Like I did was, have a really good very, thought. No, I was about to tell you something average. that he said. No, it was very on, average. Uh, you, you didn't need the, the whole lead-in. And there it is. Oh, no, because it doesn't matter. We was talking about the Dolphins. The um, the Dol- You know what? This whole, this whole NFL kneeling thing is starting to get very, very redundant. I just want to know what's what's the end game. What's going to happen? Are we just going to continue kneeling? I think if I was a player and I was kneeling, I would think that. That would be my thought. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There, there there's, there's an end game to be had, but, I mean, I like – there, there's an end game to be had, but it's it's you keep pushing them into the corner where they have to make a decision on what that's gonna be. 
So I think that it's interesting. Like I'm just more in in I'm more just kind of thinking about and really interested in how it's gonna play out. Like I don't know how this is gonna play out. I don't know how it's gonna end. I don't know where this the the anthem protest or I'm sorry, the police brutality protest are really gonna gonna end up, but I'm just interested to see how it's gonna play out. Um I think everyone is. And, but I think I, I don't fault I don't fault I can't fault the NFL players. One thing that I look at the NFL players and say is because everybody gives them scrutiny or not everybody but a lot of people give them scrutiny for the protest. And I I I say to them, well, how else would you how else would you protest? Like I think they're protesting the best way that they know how. Yeah. We, but we, but I still think that ongoing day by day week by week, they need to be trying to figure out or everybody needs to be trying to figure out that end game. What is that end game going to be? And it's been going on for so long now that I feel like there's something that can be devised, like something something that can be drawn up to where, all right, so this is what we're going to do. You got your point across. We understand. Nah, Boom. I, don't, I don't see it that way. And I mean, you know, I, I think that this is it's just interesting, but I think that at the end of the day, that there is, that that ship is probably kind of sailed. I think we are at a place right now in our country where the president is like got all the wrong motives and um like he he governs like he's trying to be elected therefore he panders to that same um racist base all the time and if he's able to kind of pull in some people with those bigger um bigger ideas that he likes to say about um like patriotism and whatever else it's like when you start kind of conflating patriotism with the flag, with not kneeling and kind of setting that up as like that kind of a juxtaposition against the protest, a.k.a. against black. It's so much subtle imagery and subtle like divides and division that, that Trump tries to do. I think we're at a place where there is no real simple solution where where people are just going to be like, OK, y'all like stop kneeling. We'll stand up. And um and then we'll all like sing kumbaya. I just don't I don't see it. Like man, I just like I wish I like I heard um Bomani say this a couple of weeks ago. He was like, I wish we could fast forward to like a year from now to know exactly what the, how this is gonna play out. But I don't I don't see it. Like I don't I don't see I don't see it this this nice amicable solution to this. I no man, and you know what I I, I por- partially agree with you, but I don't necessarily think that the president is 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 he trying to get elected or, or trying to play towards his his supporters i think that he truly feels the way he feels mm. i think a lot of the things that he said he truly feels that way like he's he feels the way that he feels and the reason why i think that is because i've met a lot of people that feel that way like i feel the same way that he feels why can't he feel that same way just by coincidence well not you know trump trying to trump honest, trump is uh, trump's been beefing with like you watch that 30 for 30 on the usfl trump's been beefing with the nfl for 30 years when they told his ass he was like he couldn't be an owner and they wouldn't let him buy a team like these same owners and these same franchises were like no you can't have it because we don't like you you can't be a part of our boys club of 32 Mm -hmm. nfl owners like you can't be one of us so i think a lot of this is get back like he's trying to bring down the ratings of the nfl he's trying to make the nfl like suffer because he's in a position of power to do that like i mean i think i i think there's something to, to be said about that I think there's one thing that's congruent in all of these issues with the president that he's very, very childish. Yeah, he's childish. I think we have fuck. a very childish president that never takes the low road. That never takes the the, the low high road. road. The high oh, road. Oh, the high road. Excuse me. Never takes the high road. Always takes the low road. 
will always take the low road. We'll do whatever he has to do to win. He yeah. will literally do whatever he has to do to win. Yeah. It, 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 and it's crazy because it almost, it's, I hate to say it, but man, it's almost like he knows what he's doing. Like, I hate it. I hate it. I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win this little war that we have going on with the president and the NFL. I don't want him to win. But he's got wars with everybody. Like, for instance, let's 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 go right into it. He's still warring with Jamel Hill. And they got Jamel LS um sitting down now. She on a two week vacation, unpaid probably. Um, because they 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 said that she called the president a white supremacist, obviously, which way up, mm-hmm. you know, she got away with it. She got away with that one. And then she's suspended for two weeks for a second violation of the social media guidelines of ESPN. What did she say? She said, this play always works. Change happens when advertisers are impacted. If you feel strongly about Jerry Jones' statement, boycott his advertisers. So she she said that. Then she was like, it, but then she came back and came on another tweet a little bit later saying, well, I'm not telling you to boycott the advertisers. I'm just telling you that that's what you should do if you feel a way about that. Like, I'm just kind of giving you that that's the play. The play I'm, just suge- I'm, I'm you know suggesting I mean? something you could do. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. I'm suggesting something that you can do if you don't agree with what's going on. Yeah, I'm not all telling you to do that. And so the second thing was, like, you know, you can ask any sane person. It's way less egregious than the first thing. Calling the president a white supremacist, whether you believe it or not, believe it to be true or not, is it's pretty damn bold. Like, you're you're... You're stepping out on like the White House press secretary was saying that hey you need that's a fireable offense like it was it's that's big stuff saying that Jerry Jones you should pull some advertiser money eh I don't think it's that big of a big of a um of a controversial statement and that's the one she got suspended for you know what I'm calling that Roger it's a makeup call man I don't know if people out there all of y'all out there familiar with sports like we do. But, you know, if, if LeBron goes to the hole and he doesn't get a foul and then he complains to the referee, then the next time he goes to the hole, even if it's not a foul, they're going to call a foul. You know what I mean? That's I feel like that's, in the truest sense of a sports word, that's a makeup call. That's the only reason Jamel got those two weeks is because they wanted to kind of give her those two weeks the first time. Now it's kind of like, okay, you can't keep doing whatever you want to do. What you think? I think, uh, I think, I think everybody, I think everybody needs to take a step back. Hmm. It's getting kind of crazy right now. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody's on, everybody's on gas right now. Everybody's pedal to the metal. And it's, it's, we, I feel like we're not getting anywhere. I feel like we're at a stalemate. It's like, who's going to give up first? I think, I think we need to really figure out what's going on in the world. Everybody's fighting and I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like all the fighting. I just wish there was peace. Yeah, I mean that's that's a uh, I mean whatever you could you could wish that, but that's not gonna be the case. That's not so. Let's just be rational and realistic about it. Being realistic about it is that people have realistic concerns that they're voicing, and then and uh, a large percentage of the population doesn't want to hear that. So it becomes a whole bunch of it becomes a whole bunch of other things. It's all rooted with that same idea of police brutality and 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 actually protesting for us like some equal footing in America. And then it's all gets blown up into so many other things. And I can see why ESPN honestly would um would suspend Jamel behind that protest. Because I feel like ESPN's probably got a whole bunch of money in the NFL. And it their ESPN is more concerned that um Jamel's went at the NFL advertisers than they are that she went at the president. Yeah. Um that's their money she's messing with a little bit there. So 
<laughs> I can I could agree with that. <laughs> I actually read I actually not read I heard uh, I heard Stephen A make a great point. It's funny like a lot of the times I'll agree with Stephen A and sometimes I'm totally disagree. It's, it's always it's always it's kind of inconsistent on how I feel about Stephen A and his thoughts. But I heard him say something the other day about how much how he understands why someone like Jerry Jones and granted he was like look I'm with the players. I 100% agree with them. I'm standing for them. I'm, you know all that jazz. I'm on their side. But I understand why Jerry Jones would want his players to stand. He was like, it's not even about, it's not about this protest anymore. It's become about money. Like the NFL's ratings are down this year. Nah, that's bullshit. No, they're not. Oh, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Why is that bullshit? You can make the number. You can make the numbers say what you want them to say. I mean, it's it's bullshit because it's not. I think it's um it's 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 association and not causation. But that's that's just my thought. I think it's. There's a bunch of different reasons why the NFL ratings may not be what they always are, but it's like that whole the ratings are down. That's a Trump tweet. That's Trump saying the ratings are way low. And so like, me, with Jamel at the mic, it's no wonder ESPN rating have tanked. In fact, tanked so badly it's the talk of the industry. I mean, is 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 that's just that's just tweet language. And yes, you can. Okay, go ahead. So, so I, no, I, I guess I guess okay. So I guess I'm gonna put the I'm gonna ask questions because I want to understand why you think that this is bullshit. Because I don't. I think. So the point that he made was the t- the person. So you look at the character that Jerry Jones is. He mentioned something about Jerry Jones picking up, and we all we know this to be true. Jerry Jones taking chances on troubled players, on troubled black players. That's one thing. Um, and then the fact that he took a one hundred three billion a one hundred three million dollar company and made it a four point three billion dollar company. So he knows what he's doing. It's not like he's just doing it just be- just to support the president. I think he's doing it because it's a business move. It's not even about the protest anymore. Like this is getting out of hand. I'm losing money. I need you guys to stand. If I make a, I'll make a statement here that I think is true. If let's say if all black America stops watching, stops watching the NFL versus all white America stop watching the NFL. I mean, which one's going to make more of an impact? I think that that's an asinine statement. Why? Because I don't think that because you you can't put these 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 groups aren't homogenous groups of all Black Americans and, all. and I get your hypothetical, but your hypothetical is kind of crazy because you should a a better hypothetical would be would all people who feel that the anthem protest are okay stop watching the NFL are all of the people who feel that the anthem protests are just the worst thing ever. Stop watching the NFL. Okay, Break so it along those lines because there's white people who feel like the anthem protests are completely okay and acceptable and necessary. And there's also black people who feel like stand for the flag. So I don't, I don't, I don't think we can make that a big black and white thing. And I, and I'm, I didn't mean, like I didn't really want to come at you and call you asinine like that. But my point is just that I don't, I don't think that that's the way to make that division. Okay, cool. So answer it the way you want to answer it then. So take, in, take in the lines, way, take think, the lines and take the sides and put them as whatever. Put the lines wherever you want to put them and answer I, that question. I think that if you lose either one of those groups, then you would be losing a bunch. So so him forcing his players to stand up is is weird. It's kind of like it's America's quote unquote. Team. It had to be the Cowboys. I'm gonna get on the Cowboys ass later. I really will. But it had to be the Cowboys. Like it had to be America's quote unquote team to pull this. And I get you. I get I get that it's a business decision. But you know, at the end of the day. The revolution will not be televised. And you know how I can know that? 
because the NFL has decided to take all of the uh, the um, pregame um, national anthems off of TV. I watched the game tonight, and they don't even show it anymore. That's great. They don't even. It's great for whom? If the idea of the the protest was to bring awareness, and we're going to kneel for the national anthem to bring awareness, so the NFL says, you know what? We're not even going to show it anymore. Like I said this a couple of weeks ago, I just need I need I need a quarterback to take a snap and then take a knee and then be like, all right, fuck it. I took a knee for 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 inequality. Like, bam. Third and seven, he just and take then, a knee. And then my question, <laughs> my question, no, that'd be that'd be funny. And that's what I think. My question, I'd laugh. Like I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I don't know what I, I wouldn't. It wouldn't trigger any other action other than to, to laugh. Um, I'm laughing. You were laughing with him though. Um, what is that gonna do? It would let him know that we're still out here having these issues. No, and these that's issues stupid. Still need to be heard. What do you mean? That's oh because. That that's that doesn't make sense to me. Like you can still be heard without having to do something on national TV. These guys have Twitter and they have Instagrams. Like they can do stuff outside of the of outside of a broadcast. So, so the whole gist of my statement the last time about taking a knee during a play was that the players aren't affecting their teammates and they aren't affecting the actual outcome of the game by doing it. No, I during the that. during the pregame when there is a when the national anthem is playing that. When you're trying to make a protest and you're trying to make a point, you want it to be as visible as possible and you want it to be as provocative as possible. That's the provocative visual way to do it. Everybody's not on Twitter. Everybody's not following you to get that message. But people who may or may not agree with you are watching those games for other reasons. So you have a captive audience of people who may not hear your message that you're trying to give all the time. And while you have that captive audience, you're making them a little bit uncomfortable we're letting them know that there are issues that our country is not is we're not upholding a lot of our principles and that's why they take a knee and i mean at the end of the day i'm not like i'm not like i said we've said this before i didn't feel like necessarily i would be taking a knee because i didn't know that was my pro i didn't you know if that was my protest or not at at some point i think i would i think i might have come come around to that point now where i think i'd be taking a knee i think i'd be that guy like it's it's taken me a while to kind of come to that point, but I think just kind of the division and whatever. If we if 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 we if we choose sides, then I'm on that side, and that's just what it is, man. I mean, but Jamel can't say everything she want to say. I'm going back to it, and I'm just gonna say this because she don't have her own shit. Now, if she was on her own, the Jamel Hill um podcast, and like you know what I mean, like all she was on, she went with Shannon Sharp. And was on Fox Sports and could say whatever she wanted to let her say whatever she wanted. But if ESPN telling her to chill, at some point you got to chill. Well, like, if that's what you, if that's what you want, like if that's what you want to be, if you want to be on ESPN, you, if that's what you want, <laughs> you got to chill. You got to chill. You know, you I mean, I'm chill. sorry. Like if they're not gonna give you that Cowboys, platform. You got to stand up, right? Like, like, <laughs> I, I get and I get it. Look, and I I I get it. I I get it. I, I like I know. Like I I would I would feel terrible if I felt like ESPN was my platform. I worked at mm-hmm. ESPN, this is my platform. And they took that platform away for you, from you. You got that's not like you said it's not hers. Just mm-hmm. like I feel about the protest. I feel like it's harmless and and whatnot. Like I don't think it hurts any any the outcome of the game and it doesn't hurt anyone anyone physically or anything like that. But that's not that's not your that's not your thing. Like this is your job. Mm. Okay, cool. So you wanna so you wanna kneel? Fine. Kneel. 
but we don't have to show you on TV kneeling. I mean, I but get, the, I, no, but I no, but like that's why I think that's great. Like not great from the player sense or great from my sense, but for the NFL sense, I think they figure oh, out a way smart. to deal with it. It's smart as hell. If I own the business, we're just gonna and, we're gonna eliminate the issue, and we're just not gonna we because they. They, okay, so Roger, let me just. I'm, I don't want to spend too much time on the protest because this can't be every week of the podcast. But I'm just gonna go back a little bit to what you said about um about the ratings, and I'm just gonna explain what I meant by that. This is just off of the dome as far as what I re- recall. The protest, I mean the the um the twelve o'clock to three o'clock Sunday slots, the three to six Sunday slots, those local time slots of NFL games are not down. So Saints. Saints, um, whoever we play this week, Saints, um, Saints Lions this week is not down. The NFL ratings are not down in those hours. The NFL ratings are down in the primetime hours, the Sunday night games, the Monday night football and the Thursday night games. That's when the national games are where the ratings are down. Dog, two weeks ago, the national game was the Seahawks against the Colts with Jacoby Brissett against the crappy Seahawks. Yes, the ratings are down, but I mean, like, the games aren't even good. Like, if the NFL can learn how to flex games to where each week the best game is on Sunday Night Football or the best game is on Monday Night Football, Rod, you, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying something that's not true here. The ratings would be fine. The ratings would be better. So I think it has a lot more to do with that. So that that's where I'm going with it. And speaking of Indianapolis, um, Mike Pence is a bitch. <laughs> like, Mike Pence is a bitch. He's Trump's bitch. Trump made that dude go spend all that taxpayer money to pull up to the game and have a old planned exit five minutes after the game start. Like, I went to a game and I was like, I didn't know these people was going to kneel, so I left because I was offended. What game did you go watch? The Colts? Who was the Colts playing against? The 49ers. The 49ers? You didn't think the 49ers was going to kneel? Get the fuck out of here, dog. Like pretty much started the minute. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I didn't. It's, I thought that that what I didn't like, what I didn't, what I didn't like about it was, so here's so here's my timeline. Here's what happened, and here's how I followed it. All right, so Peyton Manning is a ceremony, okay? So there's a ceremony that's honoring Peyton Manning. Mike Pence showed up for the for the uh, ceremony. The players kneeled. Mike Pence left. Mike Pence sent out a tweet and was like, you know, this these guys are dishonoring the flag. I felt like I had to leave. He left. Cool. Right there. That was that was a that was a win for the president for me. That was a win. But where they lost was with the president's tweet whenever he came out and he said, I told him I to told leave. Mike no. Pence to leave. It was just like, <laughs> dude, you lost me right there. Like this can't always be about you. This podcast is brought to you by Donald Trump because everything else is brought to you by Donald Trump. He fucking makes Mike. He's got a puppet in Mike Pence out. He this didn't bitch. have to. He right. didn't have to do that tweet. Yeah, Mike like, Pence. That I thought, tweet people just thought he was the same one. He's not. So yeah. So that's that's where I'm at. If Mike Pence would have left, we would never know. We would never know. Like I mean, <laughs> you know, we can speculate. I think we could speculate about whatever but when the president tweeted he pretty much showed his hand you know i don't think he cares he pretty much showed his hand he don't give a shit he showed his hand and he was like we knew this was gonna happen we knew they were gonna tweet we knew they were gonna kneel so i sent mike pence to make an example literally 
to make an example. Now, Mike Pence could have put, like, the other, the one other thing that people were saying is Mike Pence should have waited more than, like, 10 minutes after he left the game to send that contrived, like, tweet with a picture of him at the game and everything else. Like, there was, like, it was too much of, a, like, a package that was 10 minutes after he walked out already ready to go. But did you hear this? So they started looking more into it. Mike Pence had a scheduled appearance somewhere else. Like, oh, in, so he wasn't. <laughs> no, yeah, like, like, like his. It was all a plan. Yeah, his I press team, his press team didn't even get out of the didn't get out of the the, uh, the transportation that was outside. They was hurry up and go do what you got to do. Yeah, we'll just be, go show up. <laughs> we'll show your face. Do Donald's due diligence. Bidding. And, <laughs> and then come That's back funny. and we got to get you to you. You know, and then we'll go ahead and 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 construe it how we want. Like, so you know, nah, I'm not, I'm not with that. That's fake. That's I'm getting, all right. I'm getting off of them, man. It's time to talk about black things. The BET Awards. Oh shit! Oh shit! The BET Awards. We was hyped, Roger. I had my alarm set, my clock set, and I know you did too. No, 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 no we did. No, no, we did. No, no. I'd rather we read didn't. about the. I'd rather you, read about you, the. No, let me tell you. I didn't I'd watch rather, it. I would rather. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. <laughs> I would rather read about the BET Awards and watch it. I'm telling you. So it may have gotten better, but the last, let's say, three times I watched the BET Awards, I was very. It's the BET Hip Hop Awards, though. Oh, I, then I would have been even more embarrassed. The BET Awards, though, the last three times I watched it, embarrassed. M dot embarrassed. Embarrassed. You Mother, know who wasn't there? Mary Barrist. You know who wasn't at the BET Awards? Who's that? Nelly. Nelly didn't get an opportunity to be at the BET Awards because Nelly had a little harrowing week. I don't know if you guys heard or not. One of my favorite um, rappers, old country grammar rapper. Nelly um, was accused by a 21-year-old woman in Seattle of um, second-degree sexual assault or something, sexual rape or something. The 42-year-old rapper with the 21-year-old... I can do the math. Let me carry my one. 42, 21... Half his age looking ass. Um, took, he wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. No. I'm listening. We're not, we're not profession, we're not podcasters <laughs> by profession. Not yet, no. No, not yet. Given your profession, I am very shocked <laughs> that you had to do math. There's no way. That had to be a joke. That had to be a joke. Nah, okay. I, I, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt on that one, so continue. Mm. Uh, agreed. Um, he invited her and a friend to his section. Boys that got it. Boys got a section. I'm, I'm, I'm just creating a vibe for y'all, so y'all know the story out here. I don't know if you've heard the whole Nelly story. I feel like a part of us being doing the pod is giving you guys like the the rundown on things that you might not you might not have took time to read about it this week. You might be riding to work listening to the podcast and like, hey, I want to know more. So he invited her and her friend to the section. Boys had a section. Maybe he was with the St. Lunatics. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe Murphy Lee was there with a, with a half mask on his face. <laughs> the maybe, boys he might had, have... maybe he had the white and blues on. Maybe he did. <laughs> and they were like, what are those? Like, like, like give me two per. Like, I, like, okay. So they were in a section after the concert at a club called the Aston Manor. And uh, he invited the victim to his tour bus afterwards. And he was like, this hey. is before she became a victim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't victim. Let me take that back. The 21-year-old and her friend pull up, come in the section. Let's have some drinks. After they turn up in the section, he like, come back to um, the tour bus. So she hop in the whip with him and the, and, and the people. And they go back to um, the tour bus, which was parked near a Walmart. Shout out Walmart. 
And she says she was in Nelly's room with him when he tried to have sex with her, and she said no. Okay. She claims Nelly told her to shut up and said he wanted to have sex with her without protection, which she says he did over her objections. The woman says afterwards, Nelly offered her money, but she declined. Then a woman came up and said, you got to go. She kicked her off the bus and threw $100 at her and said, oh. It must be your mouth. It must be your ass because it ain't your face. <laughs> <laughs> it must be your ass because it ain't your face. Because that was just a tip drill. That was just a tip drill. Do not be alarmed. <laughs> we are, that was only a tip drill. You know, I always get some by the tip drip. Okay, so, hey, I don't, look, this is, it's tough for us to, uh, it, it's tough. We're in a culture where the the victim, the accuser comes out and says something and everybody kind of jumps on her. Like, Nelly's part of that group of, I mean, Raj, I know we could talk about this, man. He's part of that Darren Sharper um, group of individuals where when they have rape allegations, you're like, nah. I need about five for them before I could believe it. Chicks are like you, Nelly. Are you trying to? Are you trying to tell? Are you trying to tell me that he's nice looking? Oh, Nelly's Nelly shares a birthday with me. Shout out! This podcast is brought to you by anybody born on November. So I guess 2nd. whenever uh, when a nigga share a birthday with me, that I could say he fine. Like, is that what you're saying? That's my birthday, buddy. Both our birthday is August. The me 6th and that man August. fine. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and that man fine. Nelly. So, I mean, I did see some little pervert, perverted-looking videos of him with little children recently. But okay, that's. I just want to see. I just want. I just want to give out a public service announcement. And you know, most of the most of the, the the women that are doing these things don't really care about my public service announcement. But I want to give it anyway. <laughs> don't get on the tour bus. Don't get on the tour bus after the concert. After the section, I promise you. No, no, no. After, you know. after the con- after the concert, after the section. You oh, after the concert, that. after the section it was like the after party. This after is the, the party. After the, the show is the after. Yeah, no, it's you the know? it's the tour bus at Walmart. Yeah. So, she got on the like. Did she, what did she think that man like? I don't understand like like women. That I promise you, get on Nelly's tour bus with Nelly or any of the other lunatics. The Nelly Disciples, he wants to smash. I mean, I don't know how to say this without. So don't even like, put yourself in uh, that situation. I don't sound. I don't want. I don't want to say this without sounding like a male pig. But um, the best case scenario is that Nelly is the only person who smashes. Ew. I'm telling you the truth. Like what if she hopped on that bus? Yeah, you like you're putting yourself Nelly. in danger. That's my point. Like. You hopping on that tour bus with Nelly and whomever else is in Nelly's entourage, crew, whatever. Harvey Weinstein. Best case scenario, Nelly comes down, you have a good time, you go home. Worst case scenario, Nelly comes down, or Nelly's about to, and he's saying, hey, hey, look, my friend's cute right here. What you think about him? And then you now you're in a situation that's way over your head. Like, that's, that's logic for a woman just... If you but if you're a young lady and you don't understand that logic to not pull up somewhere where it's like ten dudes, five, six dudes, whatever, and it's just you, because from all indications from the story, she left her friend after the section and went back to Nelly's tour bus one day. I think it's interesting in the story she 
she said she wanted to have sex with her and um and she said no we can't have sex and then he told her to shut up and he wanted to have unprotected sex so how does that conversation happen hey babe let's 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 do something no nelly i don't want to do it shut up i'm raw dogging you and you know like, that's crazy? how that that's, happens no nah, i could see that because i <laughs> i don't even know i don't know what? no 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 okay it might have came out wrong what i'm saying i can see a gripe against that because I, I, somewhere along the way in my readings on the internet you know over the years i heard that nelly had that gangster but you know so that's a that's a whole by the never mind so yeah that's a that's a whole nother I, thing i know you're not over here starting uh, uh nelly has that gangster um, i'm not st- i didn't start it i didn't start it Google it. I know you're not rehashing it. You're being Hannibal Burris right now for like Bill Cosby. Like you can't rehash it right now. Is if there's okay. All right. All right. So if I know something, if I know it, uh, a female has that gangster. I'm. I don't. I will not. Raw dog. Take. I'm not partaking in any type of sexual activity (laughs) with it. Hold up. Maybe that's in California where it's not a felony no more. Oh my God! Yeah, you just get a slap on the wrist now. You gave me AIDS. Yeah. All right, let's go to court. Are ah, you good? <laughs> Pay this fine. But if there's if there's even gangster allegations, yeah, I don't I don't want to be around you either. Well, I mean, I would think that if Nelly got that gangster, like you just kind of threw out there very recklessly, that I, he would be a little bit more careful about what he does. Like he wouldn't be raw dogging people because then that's very traceable that you did some stuff he wasn't supposed to do. And he could get in trouble for doing that in most states. Like in every state I would assume. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean but yeah, yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know who takes the I just, takes the I just say takes just the poons with no condoms. Stay off the bus. No one wants to cuddle. Bus. No one wants to cuddle after the club. I'm just gonna let you know like that. You're going to be on the struggle bus. And she was on the struggle bus. And she got ass kicked off the struggle bus. That's terrible, man. Look, let's let's go to these BET awards that neither one of us watched. Actually, I did see like 15 minutes of it. I saw two parts. I saw the end when Luke was rapping. And I saw when Dave East and Black China came out and gave an award to Cardi B. And she was talking in her little Cardi B voice. And it's kind of weird. Um, but since we do consider ourselves hip-hop connoisseurs, we did title this episode the BFW, you know, Hip Hop Awards 2017. I want to give our hip-hop awards. We didn't look at the, the winners. But we did look at the categories. So there were particular categories this year. And I want we're going to give you guys our hip-hop awards for uh, 2017. I guess to end of 2016, 2017. Um, let's start with... Um, let's start with video of the year. Roger, do you have anything for video of the year? I don't have anything for video of the year. Yeah, I don't watch um, videos either. But, but, I know but, the but, but, I'm glad you asked me because you, because whenever you told me about what we were going to be talking about tonight, I don't know, I don't know, I watched one video this this whole year. I watched one so video. So that's the video of the year. Is that that future video? That future video! <laughs> Where he like stole his, this dude's girlfriend and she was just murking niggas. That one, whatever it was. That's mask the off? Of the year? Is that mask off? I don't think that was maybe. I think it, it, well, whatever video let's, let's was. Let it be, that's the video of the year. Mask off. You know what I think the video of the year is? What? I don't give a shit what year the video, what year it is. The video of the year is tip drill. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> it must be. Hey, because you let your face. I need a tip drill. Give me a tip drill. Ah, that's the video of the year. So that's what I'm going. Threw, you just threw all your morals out of the window. That's the video of the year. Look, close your eyes. 
Close your eyes, people out there. And think about the first time you watched that tip drill video. Now, young men, close your eyes and think about when you were in your college dorm room by yourself watching that tip drill video. Yeah, there was no such thing as YouTube or DVR. Or porn. You had to just you had to just watch it on BT Uncut. You knew it was gonna come on. Bongos, Versace, Parasucos, for the freaking assholes. Ain't nothing like money in a ziplock bag, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, I just had to, I had a BT uncut little, little throwback right there. My bad. White girl. Going through my mind. <laughs> my mind. <laughs> yes, all of those things are the videos of the year. Okay, enough with the videos of the year. Single of the year. What was the single of the other year than, for you? Other than pussy popping on a handstand, <laughs> I'm gonna go. And... Stop saying of the decade, because now he's just saying <laughs> single of the year. Oh, the year. Okay, you're not talking about '99. No, no, talking we're talking about, about this year. No, we're not talking about. Um, okay, so yeah, the single of the year. I would hope that it's consensus. I. I actually did look at what the single of the year was, and it made me almost made me vomit. Um, but the single of the year to me was Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie. Very, 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 very good. I want to agree. Mask, Matt, Do you know what? Mask Off was up there for me. Mask Off is good. Mask Off, Mask Off was up there for me. Mask off was up there, but I'm I just to go with bad I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to be of the unpopular minority and say um Bodak Yellow is the single of the year. That's so stupid. Bodak Yellow is this look, this is what I base this on, man. When I'm when anytime I go out and the DJ puts something on, it's the biggest pop. It's whatever gets the biggest pop with the DJs. I never thought I'd see men act the way they act with a woman rapping song. Like, they never act like that with Nick. Nothing Nicki Minaj ever did did men know, like, most of the lyrics to. Like, I see dudes, like, not even trying to play hard, like, rapping it. Like, like yeah, these is, these is red bottoms. These is yeah, and, and getting it in, like, just, like, I don't dance now. I make money moves. Like, dudes rapping that. So, I think you gotta, you gotta give some extra points to that, because obviously... A large percentage of the women know all the lyrics, and that's they like they jam. Not everyone. Oh, the, that's the completely the female song of the of the, the century. So if we go on by your logic earlier and say you take all the women votes plus Kyler, man, <laughs> Bodak, it's, it's hard to beat Bodak Yellow. Every this single year. woman would vote for Bodak Yellow, like without question. But I feel like Bodak Yellow came out like yesterday. it did, but. Boy, when we was at re- rehab in Vegas, like Meek Mill was on stage rapping his own stuff, and then he said, and then he just stopped and put on that Bodak Yellow and just let it play, and everybody just got crunk. Cause that's what people do. But let me also tell you, I feel like Bodak Yellow, and it's still getting played. It's still getting played, and I, I don't know who, I don't know the, I don't know what you use mm-hmm. for your uh, your music streaming. Cause title, it's not it's not real popular. Title, use title. Okay, well I don't. I use I use iTunes or Apple Music. And the number one song on Apple Music right now, it's not Bodak Yellow anymore. What is it? It's Rockstar by Post Malone. I like Post Malone a lot. So you're saying but it don't Rockstar have like a, a lot of state power? I just I just feel like yeah, and, and and it does. It does. I just don't feel like it had as as it had as much state power as Bad and Bougie. I just feel like it's so fresh that I don't want to say Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow will be my song of 2018. Okay. You know what I'm saying? 
Let's let it's so fresh. Let, let's skip around a little bit. I'm not gonna go right into um album of the year because I want to come back to that. That's a big one. Or artist of the year because I kind of we threw that one in there too. But let's go to lyricist of the year. Who did you have for lyricist of the year? Boy, boy, boy. Um, so I just went with the popular pick to be honest with you because I feel like um it's all about. And so I, 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 like I said, I heard, I, I listened to a podcast the other day. I heard Charlamagne said that just everybody want to dance now. So I feel like that's what, that's what music has been in 2017. Everybody just wants to dance. It's all about, uh, in New York, I'm really rock, you know? Yeah. And um, so I, I, I just went with Kendrick Lamar. I feel like Kendrick Lamar. You can't really go wrong, but that's I, such like a, oh, who's the best? Uh, oh, the Warriors. Oh, like, I mean, talk about that, but it's not even, it's not even like the, it's not even, it's not even like the Warriors because like the Warriors play in a sport where it's like you can define like that that's greatness in rap it's kind of like your own taste what's funny is I, I, I had Quentin Miller written down as the lyricist of the year but um I, I scratched that out because I thought that was just dickish um I don't I don't like Kendrick Lamar. I'm not a big Kendrick Lamar fan either but also on that Eminem is oh, the lyricist God. of the year man okay for what for what he did this week, Eminem is the lyricist of the year. Now, I'm gonna sound like one of those people because I didn't. I'm not really a huge Eminem fan, but I'm gonna sound like those people who, when Jay Z dropped, like it's just as foolish as when Jay Z dropped that album to say, "Oh, rap is over. He's come back. God, MC Jehovah is back. Nobody could ever compete. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my life." People are doing the same thing with Eminem right now, and well. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be of that that mind. Eminem is the lyricist of the year. He got out oh. on the biggest stage and dropped some of the most quotable things. I mean, it was on the nightly news. Like the, I was on Fox Eight News last night, and they were playing the lyrics from Eminem's quote unquote freestyle. Uh, Eminem so, is the lyricist of the year. So you know, if we just go on super irrational, then I'm taking back bad and bougie. Is that irrational? Is that super irrational? Though what I just said? Yeah, it is. It, no lyrics up, of this year, no lyrics in 2017 have been quoted, pubbed, put on like mainstream media more than those lyrics that Eminem dropped this week. He's the lyricist of the year. And that's not crazy, though. OK, so we're entitled to our own opinions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it with Kendrick Lamar. But like I said, I'm taking back my song of the year and I'm going back with. Um, after Michigan <laughs> State, must... after Hubble, after. <laughs> <laughs> Not first day. And our man's told the boys it took from us. Hell yeah. Like, that's my song of the year. But, I'm, you know, if I'm trying to be, if I'm being. Well, the longest six smile. <laughs> Break your vision out. Yeah, I, I love that LeBron's song I, of the year, yeah, too. I like anyway, that song a lot, too. Okay. Let's, okay. So, maybe you fall in this category. Best new artist of the year. Who's your best new artist of the year? So, that's where, that's where Cardi B comes in for me. You like Cardi B there? I feel like Cardi B got a she got to earn her keep. You know, like you you win best new artist before you win best artist. Okay. You know, you got to be new. But she can still have the best song. No, nope. I can't do it. <laughs> you know, you know what? I, you know who I thought about the other day? You know who I thought about? I bet you. I bet you this person has left your memory bank. Silento, Silento. Now watch me well. I bet you. What Silento ever made since? I hope Cardi B has some sustained success and it's not just this one hit wonder. Okay. She's she's with a good team. She's with Migos, so like they could probably help her make hits. Um yeah. 
So I'm gonna go a little bit left with this one, but not like completely off the beaten path. I just I just like these categories for I, I look at these categories the way I look at them, and I I think the difference what you best new artist I would actually have to know the name of your album or have listened to it. I haven't ever heard another song except for Bodak Yellow from Cardi mm-hmm. B, mm-hmm. so I can't put her as the best new artist. Okay, good. And the person who I'm gonna say, you're probably gonna be like he's not really a new artist. But this is the first like album I've ever listened to from him, so he's a new artist to me, and he hasn't been around all that long. So it's Twenty One Savage for me. Twenty One Savage is the best new artist to me because okay. he's still a new artist to me. And I think a lot of cats who don't listen to like the new school rap haven't even listened to Issa. Like they they not even on him, so he's like a brand new artist to a bunch of people. So I'm kind of putting that out there as a charge to people. If you haven't listened to Twenty One Savage, listen to Twenty One Savage. He's like the new. He's like the new school Juicy J or something. He's he's kind of gangster and stuff. Now that Amber Rose stuff is taking a little bit away from it, but I like I like Twenty One. He's my new. He's my artist of the year. I mean so, my new artist. And I have a. If you want my. If you want my guy, like outside of like Cardi B. You know it's funny. Like a lot of those. A lot of the um, a lot of the other award shows have best female hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. It's you just know what I mean? One. Yeah, so yeah. like, let's just say if I had a best male, the album that I enjoyed the most, like the newest album that I enjoyed the most, was uh was the Kodak Black album. They had a lot really? of yeah, I really like the Kodak. Even though I don't really like Kodak that much as an artist, I rather Lil Uzi Vert, but the Kodak album just had hits on it to me. I thought you was gonna go with a boogie with the hoodie. You know he dropped his uh, hey boogie dropped his shit like last week or two I weeks do. ago. I do. It's too new though, man. It's too, it's too new. new. Got you. Got you. I mean, I was mine. That's my guy. Of the years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can do whatever you want, huh? Man. So we, uh, now I, I had another thing called uh, <laughs> Nelly. Do whatever you want. I just got what you meant. Uh, that was bad. Um, so we had mixtape of the year. But I don't even know like any mixtapes in real life. Okay, so let me let me tell you. I don't, I don't know if you looked it up, but I actually looked up who won. I went Cardi on that every. Well, okay, cool. But I actually looked up the nominees and the winners from yeah. the. So I want to give you this. Cardi B won everything. She even won best mixtape. Didn't know she had a mixtape, oh. but she won best mixtape. Crazy, right? Um. So, the mixtapes is uh it's Cardi B, Gangsta Bitch Music. Gucci Mane, Drop Top Wop, Juicy J, Gas Face. I've never heard any of these. Maybe maybe a, a piece of Gucci Mane's. But this is what I didn't know. This artist, this album, I didn't know wasn't a full album. I didn't know it was a mixtape. Playboy Cardi, Playboy Cardi. Oh. That's a mixtape. So whenever I looked at this list, that was my best new mixtape. Also, I... T. Grizzly, My Moment, with yeah, yeah, After yeah, Michigan yeah. State. That was a mixtape. After Hubbard, yeah. Um, so I went back and I just, I'm just going to say from the time this mixtape, I mean, from the time this, um, today is a year from today. So that would be October of 2016. I took all of that in consideration. I just put dream chasers for me, meek. I mean, that's the last mixtape that I went to that piff to download and as, as a mixtape and was really on it for the whole year. I mean, it had blue note shine. Linda Fournette made like actually put it on, put me on that. Yeah, that was the that was the mixtape of the year for me. I have to ask you because I was a little confused. What exactly is a mixtape? Yeah, right. Like I would assume that the definition of a mixtape would be something that um, is not on like the Apple Music's or the um, but it titles is. and it is. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. I don't know. 
maybe it's maybe it's not like a um a a, a studio drop by like by the label. I don't know what a mixtape. You know what, what? what makes a mixtape anymore? I'm saying this. If somebody, because I could look it up easily, but I don't feel like it. If one of our listeners, we don't have that many, not yet, <laughs> you know, but one of our 100, 200, whatever, 300 listeners hears this and can tell me what a mixtape is and make me believe them <laughs> and understand, I will send them a hat. Straight like that. Straight like that. <laughs> we reaching the hour mark, so that means that you would have had to listen to the podcast nearly in its entirety i will send you a free hat that says best friend weekend on it dad hat or i'll send you the colin kaepernick hat whatever you want if you can tell me what and what a mixtape is on one of our social mediums straight up so two three more awards this one i thought was interesting that made you look hip-hop style award it was like who's the most stylish person in hip-hop who'd you pick for that i'm curious who you think's the most so stylish. is that what that was yeah is that what that was? Because, like, you know how, like, you can have eggs and you can have it, like, sunny side up? Like, yeah. hey, or you can have them scrambled? See, that's why, like, ASAP I didn't know Rocky it was, like, was, like, hip-hop in the nomination style. For that. That's, that's what I didn't know. I didn't know it was hip-hop style. Like, I didn't know it was, like, oh, yeah. look at my style. I thought it was, like, hip-hop style. Oh. So, anyway, ASAP Rocky clearing, clearing away. Clearing away, ASAP so Rocky for, will forever have the best And style. I, I think it's, I think it's interesting because it tells you a lot about who how you try to style yourself. So for me, it was very easy. It was it was David Banner. The God Box, his whole his whole swag and flow this year, David Banner is the most stylish person in hip-hop. You can see what I'm trying to do with my hair. That's that I've been calling it the God Box at the barbershop for the last couple months. Yeah, man, I'm David Banner. I like David Banner's who, old you know man swag. Do you know who won that award? Cardi B. Cardi B won that award. <laughs> you said Cardi B won everything, so no, she I, did. I, Literally, I she won everything. <laughs> All right, we're gonna down to the last two. And I want to say this: we didn't talk about this one. I know we're not, but the producer of the year, what about question, is Metro Boomin, and that's it. Yeah. So continue. Yeah. That's, that's not to be. That's not to be even fussed. That's about. not even a conversation to be had. It's not even to be fussed about. We got artist of the year and album of the year. Um, which one you want to do first? Let's go with let's go with album of the year. All right, we're gonna for both me, have the, the same al- album of the year. No, we're not. No, okay, we're not. Cool, cool. Go with yours. The album of the year for me was was Hendrix. Oh wow! The album of the year to me was Future. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. I mean, there was a lot of them. honorable mentions. More life. I decided that Big Sean. I liked the culture. That uh, true to self. I don't know if we we putting Bryson Tiller in that in that, but that was one of my favorite albums. Pretty Girls Love Trap Music. I loved all of those. Pretty Girl Love Trap um, Music and More Life was kind of up there for me. Yeah. But I decided um, to go with Future because I like Future. Hendrix, man. <laughs> Hendrix was mine because I like I liked, it was made more of the kind of like the singing future on Hendrix. On on um, Future was more the rapping future. That's funny that, that that's what we picked. But hell like yeah, that. Future. Yeah, I like that a lot. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Y'all know where we stand on these things. Artist of the Year. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go chalk and say future. I'll tell I, you who I said. I did go the same and went future. I, future is the obvious pick for me. So yes, future is the obvious pick. But I actually, the name I ended up writing down. This is an achievement award. You going with the guy? Easy? Made it. No, no, he made it back, man. Not too many people can go. Can die 
and then come back in one in like the span of a year and a half. And when we did our top 10 list of like the best top 10s freshman classes a couple of weeks ago, you were saying something and I was like, I was just clowning. He's dead. He sucks. He's terrible. It's Meek Mill, man. Meek Mill's your Meek Mill is, artist of the year? Meek Mill's my artist of the year because Meek Mill has came all the way back. He came back from like being completely out of the game, not insignificant, trash, whatever, to 1942. Well, you should win the comeback flows. of the year award, you know? Like, they don't. I know. Like, that's like, um, you know. Oh, we didn't have it. We didn't have that. There wasn't a category for that. Well, let's so. do it. The comeback of the year award is Meek Mill. I, okay, cool. Yeah, he re- was resurrected on the, on the third day. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> No, give me your best new, your best artist. I'd like to it's know. Future. It's future. It's okay. future. <laughs> it was future, though. It was future, man. He dropped two albums in two days, two weeks, and it was like, and and then I had to put the 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 meme with Scottie Pippen holding him up because he had because he had dropped them two albums in two. Come on, man. It's future. You know, it's funny. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I think that you do a great job of uh, leading the podcast. So I just kind of want to say. I kind of want to say everybody, I, I told you everybody that, um, that won, you know, not everybody that won, but I told you that Cardi B won every award. Um, it doesn't look like there's a, I don't, I can't find who won artist of the year. Like, is that a, is I don't, that, an no, actual, that, that, that wasn't an award. I added that to it cause they never, they didn't put that as an award. Uh, and okay. that's some interesting stuff. That is crazy. Yeah. Like, I added that to the list of things we would talk about. Like, if we had a hip-hop award show, we would put artists Why wouldn't you have an artist of the year? Why not? Yeah, I don't know. You know what's crazy, though? There's, a, there's, a, uh, there's a, an actual award called MVP of the Year. Hmm. Who do you think won that? <laughs> Beyonce. No, she did not. She's not on it. Who, the person who won, I would have never thought about. But after seeing who won, it's who I would have voted for. So I'll tell you, I'm, I'm going to ask you the obvious DJ question. Khaled. DJ Khaled won. <laughs> Cardi B came in second place. DJ but Khaled. It, DJ when you, Khaled. The way your face just looked when you said it, it was DJ Khaled. I made it. DJ it was Khaled DJ Khaled. Khaled. Yes, you did. It looked very, like, yeah, that was it. Because you know what it made me think of when you said MVP and the way you started kind of lo- loading up for it was that it wasn't a rapper. And that's okay. kind of what I, I put my mind immediately. It's not a rapper. I got I to learn to be more dupish. <laughs> DJ Khaled makes sense. DJ Khaled had that song with... Uh, I was thinking about Bryson Tiller with that Wild Thoughts because of him having a great year because that's a DJ Khaled song too, right? It sure is, sure. yeah. And no, it sure is. And you know what I think is going to happen? I think it might not be DJ Khaled. It might be Metro Boomin'. Like, it might be... I don't know who it's going to be, but I think one of those... One of those uh, DJs and one of those producers are gonna put together a collaboration album that's gonna be so like a, a classic soon. I think it's gonna happen. I can believe that. I can believe that. Some of the albums are borderline classics now, but hey, all right, we we pushing up against it, man. And I mean, this is a crazy week with a whole bunch of things, man. Uh, we didn't do the yeah, we got on this one. <laughs> we got to push through. <laughs> All right, man, let me hit y'all with nothing nice to say, man. Cue up that music. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. Woo! It's been an interesting week, and I hate Cowboys fans. (laughs) That probably started in, like, the 70s or 80s. I'm just thinking that, um, like, back in the day, 
Where we from in Louisiana, you're either 75% Saints fans, 25% Cowboys. Up north Louisiana is 50-50 Cowboys Saints. And I just always hated Cowboys fans because it was like they couldn't stand the losing. So they was like, I don't want to be a Saints fan. I'm going to be a Cowboys fan. But that's neither here nor there. I don't like them. I like the fact that our coach, Sean Payton, stepped up and said that we needed more wisdom in the office. And he stood behind his players when they decided to sit for the anthem. I'm cool with that, Saints. But when they called Jerry Jones... Jerry Jones said everybody needs to stand up. When they call Jerry Jones the owner of the Cowboy, he takes that shit literally. Massa Jerry feels like he owns they asses. Boy, I could stand behind drug dealers, drug addicts, woman beaters, whatever, but can't deal with a social reform protest for the rights of black folks. In reality, I can't be mad at the players if they choose to stand for the anthem. I mean, that's their job. That's their money. I'd be geeked to watch him kneel and see what the slave master do about it. <laughs> but make no mistake, the name of this team needs to be changed. Drop the cow. I'm going to start calling them the Dallas Boys. You know, like, boy, you better stand for the anthem, boy. Boy, you better not embarrass me in front of them other owners, boy. Boy, you better respect that star on your helmet, boy. Boy, you better leave our white women alone, boy. Oh, we know boy is a white racist word. Ask Michael Evans. Good times. That's why it's so appropriate to refer to the Dallas football team as the boys going forward. Well, that's unless they show me the propensity to man up. I just need one of them to make it pop off and take their owner the task for telling grown-ass men how they can protest. It could be one of y'all. That, you hear me? One of y'all. But hell, I could already hear Jared Thomas, Blake Vitor, Horace Duffy, and the rest of them, the Dallas Boys supporters blowing up my line saying, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing nice at all about our boys. Fuck the Cowboys. That's all. That's, that's all I had to say for the for the, for nothing nice to say this week. Hey, this has been an um, a interesting, action-packed, thrill ride of a podcast, man. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say there's been, there hasn't been a week like this in a long time with that much stuff going on, man. I agree. Now, uh, keep it coming, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Merka, keep it coming. Keep up the buffoon. JJ White, man, get well soon, man. Odell. Damn. Get well soon, man. Yeah, well, why you gotta why you had to pause? No pun intended. But anyway, so why you had to pause? Odell. <laughs> Odell. Cause we like Odell, man. Odell's like Cam Newton. Odell's like one of our top three. Humans, good in the NFL. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Le Mans. <laughs> Top three Le Mans, good in that league. Uh. Hey, next week I, I have invited the police to the podcast. So hopefully this goes off as planned. Hopefully the police don't have, act like the military, huh? Yeah, well the police said the police said he coming, like he told me three weeks ago, he was like, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come on um on this particular date. October the 19th, I will be there for the podcast. So the police say he's coming October 19th. We're going to see how it's playing out if the police come next week. Uh, we're going to probably entitle that episode, Fuck the Police If You Come. And I'm going to put a picture of him on that podcast cover. Just because. Black police. We'll see how black police like to be talked about. But, um, hey, that's all I got, Raj. That's all I got, too. <laughs> <laughs>